Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, a production of iHeartRadio. Time now for Fantasy Football Weekly from iHeartRadio, your weekly source for the nation's best fantasy football advice, speculation, and whatever stupid stuff they decide to drop into the show. Now here's your host, Paul Charchian. Welcome to the first off-season edition of Fantasy Football Weekly for at least for this offseason, Matt Harrison. <laughs> it's not our first ever. I, mean, I think we dubbed like the playoff edition as the first offseason show for us. But yeah, in a, in a manner of speaking, <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but it's but the, the NFL offseason off now. Yes, the NFL offseason. So lots to talk about yeah. as we already start, you know, in many ways, thinking about the upcoming free agency, the draft, a mm-hmm. lot of stuff. Thought it'd be fun to go around the NFL and look at some of the free agents that have a pretty decent chance of leaving their team. And yet, um, who could then fill in that spot? Who could walk into that spot that's already on that team? Yeah, if, now, they, if they don't replace if they don't free get replaced or the free draft. Agency, right, yep. exactly, yep. exactly. So, you know, for a lot of this stuff, it's TBD on how it's actually going to mm-hmm. pan out. But in many cases, there's just some good opportunities here. It's the guy who's rising to the top of the depth chart for now. For now. Yeah. Let's start at the quarterback position. Ben Roethlisberger is done. Uh, barring <laughs> Thank something, God. Yeah, the, the last few years it was it was not good. But the Steelers, despite knowing this is coming, you've had you've had eighteen years to prepare for this mm-hmm. moment, and they're not ready. Mason Rudolph's the only person on is I guess the closest thing on 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 roster right now. Yeah, I think they have Dwayne Haskins under contract yeah, too. Um, but it it's going to be messy, and I believe the Steelers pick twentieth in the draft right now. Mm-hmm. I would venture to guess that they are a real candidate if they see a quarterback that they actually do like in the yeah. draft that they'd move up. They they may be the most likely one. They're also, I think, one of the two or three most likely teams to make a trade for like a Jimmy Garoppolo or if Kirk Cousins Aaron is available. Rogers, Russell I, Wilson. Maybe. Yep. Maybe. Uh you know if and Russell Wilson, I, I think he I think he will be available. We'll mm-hmm. find out. Yep. Um so Roethlisberger, that that's because the rest of that team's ready to go. Mm-hmm. I don't think they want to start over in the draft if they don't have to. If the, if it turns out they can get a quarterback they think they can live with. Honestly, Jimmy Garoppolo is better than the versions we've seen of Ben Roethlisberger the last couple of years and they got in the play, you know, they were able to get to the playoffs. I had heard a hot rumor that uh Garoppolo may be traded to the Buccaneers for the rights to Tom Brady. <laughs> 
That's absurd. Just to pull them out of retirement, just in case. Let's use that. (laughs) There could be something to that. It is absurd, but it's not. It's not. It's not the craziest thing. Um, So let's talk about Tom Brady. He's gone, and that leaves obviously a roster that is otherwise very good. Yeah. So that might but be a, another but a roster that's really in flux, as we'll kind of talk about as we mm-hmm. continue down to the running back and the wide receiver and yeah. the tight end position. Yeah. Everybody's contract was up in Tampa this yeah, year. This so was kind be- of an all in moment. I think that affected Brady's decision. Yeah, I think that they're they're probably in a little bit of a reload situation here. It could be that way. They've got Kyle Trask, but, you know, we saw nothing of him during the season. He was a fourth round pick. Last year, yeah, we have no clue. I don't. If he's I don't. There's be no reason to believe Kyle Trask is going to be ready to be the starter. Yep. Aaron Rodgers is expected to. He's under contract, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but he's. It, there's a good chance he ends up leaving. That would put Jordan Love in a position to become a starter. Yeah, I picked up Jordan Love in a couple of uh, dynasty leagues and just kind of stashed him just in case. I mean, mm-hmm. w- w- about halfway through the year when it was like, hey, hey, Jordan Love is available in a trade for next to nothing. Yeah, you know, w- might as well put him on there and see if it works and. If uh, if the Packers' offense continues to be, you know, seventy percent effective under Jordan Love as it was under Aaron Rodgers, I mean that could be okay. Yeah, unless of course the wide receiver position is as yeah, big a problem as we're going to discuss problem. in a minute. Um, a lot of people are going to take the Jordan Love start that he had against the Chiefs and try to extrapolate to that to a career or a full season. Oh, that's totally, really his career, right? It really, we <laughs> right I him off. You know, I don't think there's a lot to be gained from that one game. Yeah. To be honest, uh, I, it just it seems unlikely. Um, so Rogers is your your league MVP. He's gone. Jordan Love will likely step in there. Jameis Winston for the Saints is headed to free agency. I don't know. I, I guess Taysom Hill is your, you know, they, of the people that signed are, him to too much money. So much money. They signed it was such him to a so bad much deal. Money. And then Sean Payton left. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, you blame him. He got off that sinking ship. Oh my God. Uh, Taysom Hill is not an NFL starting quarterback. Well, he is he, a he, gadget player. He probably will be next he year. He may have to be. Yep. They may just have to, you know, they might just have to grit their teeth. Given the salary cap situation, I believe there's $71 million over the cap. Um, they may just have to say we we're going to have to make do with Taysom Hill and you know just wherever that lands us. They should probably you know look look to get rid of some of those veterans that they have on that roster. Cam Jordan, Michael Thomas, those kind of they they should be jettisoning those guys off for for draft picks here and there and just trying to rebuild it. We could do a whole show on, on yeah. Michael Thomas and how this thing went from so high to so low in the span of two seasons. Unbelievable. I, you know, I was thinking about that with wide receivers the other day. On how some wide receivers, they just poof, are gone all of a sudden. Like the 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 guy this year that I didn't even include in this list, and he is a free agent, Allen Robinson. A- Allen Robinson should be on this list. He's, he's not, a good he, receiver. He's a good receiver, but yes. but Darnell, put him on the list. You can put him on the list, but Darnell Mooney already took over the number one wide receiver role there. Oh, I'm sure not in his mind. Oh gosh. I think he would tell you the Bears just <laughs> epically misused him for his entire career, which is true. Okay, you could put well, let's talk Allen Robinson a little bit later. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater uh leaves behind three thousand passing yards, his usual, you know, like what was it, eighteen touchdowns this mm-hmm. year. He's a touchdown a game guy. That's what yeah. he's always been. It's it's just, you know. That's what he is, and that's why teams always move on from Teddy. Well, and everybody earmarks the Broncos as the best situation for a quarterback to just kind of blomp into. I mean, Aaron Rodgers there. He's got two two great wide receivers. Mm -hmm. He's got a good running game. Uh, The defense seems set up to make a decent run. Yeah. 
problem is, is you're, you're in a division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Airbell. Oh, geez. <laughs> See, I wonder if in Aaron Rodgers' mind, that's not a factor. Oh, it's got to be. You know, do you want to go into that division and try to finish your last couple of years in Denver against Patrick Mahomes? It's going to be tough. You know, maybe he's too big of a coward for that. It's possible. Wow. That's well, how he ends up in Tampa, call, maybe, or someplace. But, but he'll, he'll go <laughs> AFC, right? Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the AFC. I don't think Packers would trade him in conference. Probably not. Let's go to the running backs. Melvin Gordon leaves behind roughly half the carries for the Broncos, mm-hmm. 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. Can I just add those 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns to Javante Williams automatically? Yes, please. <laughs> As somebody who has Javante Williams everywhere, yeah. yes, please. Brian and I did a first-round mock draft, as you may have heard a couple of weeks yeah, ago. And Javante Williams went at the back end of the first round. Based on what we know right now, which is, you know, we don't know if he's going to be the lock starter or not. And you've mentioned a couple of times on this podcast that you you kind of expect Melvin Gordon to just resign in Denver. Oh, I hope not. And 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 you've said that too. I <laughs> hope this doesn't happen, but I think it might happen. And I nobody wants Melvin Gordon back in Denver. No, at, at least in the fantasy world, Melvin Gordon's probably listening to this because he does respond in fantasy on Twitter. He does. He loves it. But uh, yeah, sorry, Melvin. Sony Michelle will be a free agent, and that will leave uh, Cam Akers to become the lock starter in all probability. Yeah, you'd hope so. And, and Daryl Henderson did enough this year to, you know, probably force that into a 50-50 timeshare. Yeah. Which I, th- I think the Rams kind of want to do. Yeah, I think that's probably the, although they had used Akers, you know, when a pre-injury, they were, they were using him as a workhorse back. Yeah, at the tail end of last, last year, year, they right? definitely were. Yeah. Leonard Fournette uh, could end up leaving Tampa Bay. It ended up being a pretty successful uh, migration from him from Jacksonville to Tampa in mm-hmm. his two seasons and had the great playoff run two years ago. And then last year put up uh, 20, over 1,200 total yards and mm-hmm. 10 total touchdowns. Ronald Jones also yeah. gone, and they won't bring him back, obviously. Probably not. So unless he- you think Keyshawn Vaughn is a <laughs> hidden talent that none of us have seen so far. Well, they got Gio Bernard too. <laughs> is he under contract I next year? I think he is next year, yeah. yeah. Um, they're a team that's ripe to find a running back. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they could be one that's, you know, looking for a running back kind of at the tail end of the second round in the draft where most running mm-hmm. backs kind of start falling off. So I think that second or third round running back for Tampa is very likely. James Connors headed to free agency and so is Chase Edmonds. So... That's like 1,900 total yards <laughs> <Right>. and 20 <laughs> touchdowns between the two of them. That's a great point. Somebody's walking into a massive opportunity. Oh, there. my gosh. Like, that that could be who, whoever ends up signing. Let's, let's just say, for instance, Leonard Fournette ends up going to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Like, Leonard Fournette suddenly becomes really interesting. super interesting yeah. if they don't have anybody else besides mm-hmm. him and Eno Benjamin there. Yeah, and Eno Benjamin is no threat from no. a fantasy standpoint. Yeah. Uh, Rashad Penny finished the season on an epic run. Yeah, a number of big, big runs, and you know, I, I, he looked way better than at any previous time in his career. Mm-hmm. And, and conveniently, he heads to free agency. Not convenient for the Seahawks, but convenient for everybody else. So, left on roster is so Chris Carson might not ever play again. Yeah, we're ne- we're nervous about the neck injury for Chris uh, Carson. Alex Collins is there, but he's no. nothing. And so that leaves DJ Dallas, wow. who's a guy that they drafted highly. Actually, he played. Fairly okay in a couple of di- little spots. <laughs> Fairly, Fairly okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. DJ Dallas and a team that could be rebuilding. 
they could just go, you know what? We're just going to roll with, with DJ yeah. this year and he's going to be our, our bell cow. No, and Seattle's a team that does bell cow their runners. They do. Yeah. Um, I no team more probably invested in Rashad Penny than the team that up until Thanksgiving looked like they had utterly botched the first round pick they had put sure. on Rashad Penny. So, you know, I feel like emotionally the Seahawks would like to bring him back <laughs> so it doesn't look so bad. Which makes would make some sense, yeah, right? Absolutely. Um, we'll find out. But I don't think DJ Dallas is not a lead back in my mind. So, all right, let's go to Atlanta. Cordero Patterson put up 1,100 total yards, 11 touchdowns, but petered out badly in December. Yeah. Where, I don't know if they just overused him or... He never had that much mileage, ever. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, you know how, like, when a rookie comes in and they say that you hit the rookie wall yeah. at about week 13, 14, something like that. This might have been the rookie wall for Cordero Patterson in his 10th year in the league yeah. where he just has never had that much of a workload before. And all of a sudden he's just like, oh, yeah, they just didn't give him the ball. They just, you know, they stopped and he had been he had been the Cinderella story of the fantasy season. Yeah, absolutely. up until roughly Thanksgiving. And then he just petered out. It probably didn't help that Atlanta has Matt Ryan and no wide receivers. Yeah. And and all, all you really needed to do was stop Kyle Pitts, which actually became kind of easy as he only scored one touchdown in the continental United States this year. (laughs) And it was in the pro bowl. (laughs) Uh, He did catch plenty of passes and he had, he had good yards. But if you can stop Pitts and you can stop Patterson, you stopped that offense. It was done. When we come back, let's talk through the free agent wide receivers and tight ends that will be finding new teams, what that leaves behind and what this could mean for your fantasy team when we return to the second segment of Fantasy Football Weekly. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Weekly. Paul Charchi and Matt Harrison with you. We've already talked through the quarterback and running back free agents. The wide receiver list is juicy. It sure is. And and really, 
probably the best wide receiver free agent class in well, memory. Well, I'm saying overall, the number one best wide receiver to hit the market, Devontae Adams, he, he could be the best wide receiver to ever hit free agency. That's a great, that's a great thought. And off the top of my head, I can't think of one better. I mean, Devontae Adams is, if not the best wide receiver in football, he's a top three, Yeah, right? And there are only a couple of guys that are even in that conversation. These guys will almost never get to free agency, but the Packers cap situation makes it almost impossible. And Adams isn't going to want to resign in if he's going to have a rebuilding quarterback. We don't think that's true. And I think that the Adams situation plays more into the Aaron Rodgers situation than I think people are giving it credit. Um, you think if Adams leaves, Rodgers won't want to stay? Yeah, I don't think I don't think Rodgers mm-hmm. is going to want to stay without Devonte Adams, and I don't think Adams is going to want to go back there mm-hmm. without Aaron Rodgers. I think both of them leave or both of them stay, and if both of them stay, the Packers have some cap gymnastics to get through. Oh, They're going to have time. to cut twenty or so players. It looked like, and it it, it was it was absolutely madness when I saw mm-hmm. a Packers capologist kind of go through what they hey, needed hey, to do to keep both. just to franchise him. Yeah, they they still couldn't franchise him. It was after cutting like twenty players and including like Zadarius Smith and some of the yeah, like big the players, players that they right? have. So right. uh, Adams is likely to be out of Green Bay one way or another, which is unfortunate. Obviously, that takes one hundred twenty three catches and fifteen hundred <laughs> yards off the team, which is insane. <laughs> and by the way. MVS also a free agent. Marquez Valdez Scantling and Equinamius St. Brown, all all free agents. Alan Lazard is actually a restricted free agent as well. He'll stay, but he'll stay and he's likely walking into the top role. Now, is that with Aaron Rodgers? Because if Alan Lazard's in the top role with Aaron Rodgers, I'm interested. Lazard's really interesting. And if he's not with Aaron Rodgers, he's got a, a new quarterback who's a little green and he's probably going to hit his top receiver early and often. Chris Godwin with the Buccaneers is primed, is ready to potentially leave the Buccaneers. No Tom Brady. If Kyle Trask is the quarterback, he'll be further incentivized to leave. I don't think they have anybody on that team that's ready to step up. Brady hates Tyler Johnson. Yeah. Refused. I mean, when Tyler Johnson was playing constant snaps in the, <laughs> in the second part of the season, after Antonio Brown was gone and you mm-hmm. know hurt and then gone, he still didn't ever throw to Tyler Johnson. Hates him. Yeah. Scotty Miller was a non-factor. I think there's somebody else out there that will end up getting getting some reps, but I don't think it's anybody on the team. Now. Might just be Mike Evans over and over it, it and might over be. again. Yeah. And they can't re- or they can't put God or they won't put Godwin under the second franchise tag because no. he was franchised last year. Too expensive. And the second one makes him just like outlandishly expensive. So. Godwin's gone, and he's going to find a new place to play this coming year. Christian Kirk and A.J. Green are set to be free agents for Arizona. You um, you know about Rondell Moore, and he had moments where he flashed, but just a handful of moments. He's a water bug, special talent. He destroyed the Vikings in week two, and then promptly was never really reliable again. <laughs> the guy that, I've, you, that I'm going to talk about right now mm-hmm. is already my favorite offseason sleeper, for fantasy use going into next year. Okay. And that's Antoine Wesley. Yeah. He was a, a touchdown hog kind of at mm-hmm. the tail end of the year. Kyler found him a lot. And uh, as we know, Arizona plays a lot of three and four wide receiver sets, probably more than just about anybody in the league. And, and Wesley really uh, capitalized on that with the Deandre Hopkins injury. I don't think they'll bring green back. Christian no. Kirk has a chance to come he back. He could come back. Uh, and he, he usually plays the slot. So Wesley would probably slot in as that, 
other out in the slot, other, other perimeter outside. guy. Right. Yeah, so uh, I like I like him a little bit more than Rondale. He's Moore. tall, rangy, and you're right. They they liked throwing to him in the end zone. Yep. I, I think Antoine Wesley's a fascinating sleeper. Uh, it, interesting on the. Did you see the Kyler Murray unfollowed all of the yeah. Cardinals uh, accounts and stuff like that? And his Instagram, he took everything but two photos out of his Instagram account. I understand. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand why. why? We we should go back and and like research. Where does Kyler Murray think this is? It's going to get better for him. I mean, they gave him, they improved his offensive line. (laughs) They gave him a, an elite wide receiver to throw to. I don't, why would, what does Kyler Murray have to be upset about? I don't know. They, they, they brought in JJ Watt. They brought in Zach Ertz. They brought in AJ Green. They they brought in guys who could win. DeAndre Hopkins for Pete's sake. (sighs) I don't understand. (laughs) <laughs> I hope he's. I hope he's not a diva. Mike Williams, uh, coming off probably his best NFL season, eleven hundred yards, nine touchdowns. But now he heads to free agency. What does that do with the Chargers? Don't you think Mike Williams would have wanted the season to end about week eight yeah, and to go to free right. agency yeah, at that okay. point? Because yeah. he he had he had he had those uh, eleven hundred forty six yards and nine touchdowns, and I think about. 80% of that production happened in the first eight weeks of the it season. felt that so. way. For, like the first five weeks is what I remember it as. Um, uh, Josh, Josh Palmer, the Josh draft Palmer. Kid, third round draft pick from yep. last year, had you know, flashed a few at a few moments over this year. Yeah, him and Jalen Guyton were almost hmm. mirror images of themselves in in like production on the field. I, I think both have a shot to, to really shine next year, but they're probably both... Guyton's coming way later in, in early, like best ball drafts. He's like about 40 spots later, Yeah, but Palmer's in a good spot too. And, and, and both really stand to just kind of step up in this offense with air bear, which is a good thing to have last week in advance of the super bowl. Arthur blank talked about Calvin Ridley and basically said, we don't know what's up. And you know, we, we hope he stays, but we don't know if he wants to stay here and it's really going to be up to Calvin Ridley. Yeah. He's going to be on the fifth year of his rookie deal. Mm-hmm. Um, a, you know, which is the year where you make money? Yeah, this right. This is like the money year for him. <laughs> yep. So you know, you know, it, for whatever his reasons were for stepping away for the team, mm-hmm. um, they weren't financially motivated because this only hurts him financially. And so nobody could ever accuse uh, Calvin Ridley of having you know done what, you know missed the season for that reason. But if you're the Falcons and you're looking at going into a fifth year with Ridley, and mm-hmm. and in his fourth year he missed half the season for you know his yeah. personal reasons, whatever they are, not not judging there. But you got to look at that asset and go, is it just time to trade Ridley, get something for him yeah. at this point before? We'd get nothing for him when he leaves after year five. Which, uh, unless you franchised him or whatever, they've still got Matt Ryan with like three years left on a very expensive yeah. contract. And so they, I don't think they're ready to totally rebuild. But Ridley could be gone. Gage could be gone. Uh, Olamide Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus is a restricted, is a restricted free agent, agent too. Right. So, you know, there's, you know. They got no one left. They, really? They have nobody left? Even Cordero Patterson, who might be a wide right. receiver in some right. circles. Brian's, Brian, I can hear him from way over there. Kyle Pitts. Yeah, it's all Kyle Pitts, baby. <laughs> he's the is wide he, receiver. He's a wide receiver. Yeah. He's a wide receiver. Uh, let's go to uh, Jamison Crowder and Braxton Berrios are both headed to free agency. Elijah Moore, who, who stepped up big time in the mm-hmm. second half of the season. Looks like he's going to walk into a lot of reps for the Jets. Well, and Crowder and Berrios both kind of split the slot and both kind of played opposite each other. When Crowder was hurt, Berrios stepped in. When Berrios was hurt, Crowder stepped in. But together, 97 catches 
uh, almost 900 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, like that, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of work mm-hmm. that, that is going away from that offense. And the Jets, they have two top 10 picks. Uh, there's there's a lot of decent wide receivers in this class. I think people kind of like this wide receiver class a yeah. little bit. So I, it would not surprise me if the Jets uh, are in that wide receiver market and they bring another guy in too. But Elijah Moore, Elijah Moore, breakout yeah, he season. could he could absolutely be a stunner. Michael Gallup and Cedric Wilson. Uh, you know the funny thing is you know, Gallup had the had the the big injury early yep. in the season. Then he came on the field, played really really well. Then he got hurt again. And when he wasn't on the field, it was Cedric Wilson on the field in his place, who was also playing well. well. And and we all knew Gallup was hitting free agency. I don't I don't th- I think that we kind of missed that Cedric Wilson was hitting free agency too because I remember talking on on the the fantasy football weekly regular season shows about. Oh, Cedric Wilson's going to step into this huge role here, but he's a free agent too. too. Yeah, uh, but more, much more signable, I think, than Michael Gallup. Resignable. He, for he the is. Cowboys. Uh, keep an eye on Malik Turner. Yeah, who actually flashed a few times mm-hmm. this year, and with the Cowboys having so much money tied up in Amari Cooper, and then they probably have to pay CD Lamb very soon. Yeah. I would I would venture a guess that they're not going to spend any more money on the wide receiver position and just kind of roll with a guy like Malik Turner, who's got some electricity to him, and he's just a third wide receiver. So let's roll with it. Makes sense. Uh, let's go to Odell Beckham, free agent coming out of the Super Bowl. Um, I did. Van Jefferson was already a starter. He's already so, a starter. We got to remember that Robert Woods will come back. Yeah, it'll be Woods. So, so it'll be Woods. Woods, Woods will be probably. there. Jefferson's probably still in his same spot. Mm-hmm. But what a fortuitous bounce for the Rams, by the way. They go get Odell to think they're going to have Woods, Odell, and Cup on the field. Right. And then Woods got hurt that week. So, yeah. um, good good on them to have that depth. Allen Robinson is almost certain to leave the Bears. 99% chance he was horribly misused by the Bears. I just think just sheer sheer receiving talent, Mm -hmm. at least going into last season, I used to say Allen Robinson is a top 10 receiving talent who just never gets used properly by a terrible Bears offense. Um, Now, he last year was so down for Allen Robinson. I don't know that I can reasonably call him a top 10 receiving talent anymore, but... There's still clearly talent there, and he may find his way on a on a surprisingly affordable deal to some team that could really use him. Well, he made eighteen million dollars last year. That's a lot <laughs> That's for the production lot. you got out for, of him. For what you got, uh, the Bears did not get good value on that last year. So, no. yeah, I, I mean, Robinson could end up. You'd think Robinson would be a guy who's like, I've made a lot of money now. Yeah, I'm going to go play with Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to go, I'm going to go play with Justin air bear. Right. I'm going to go play with Joe Burrow. I'm I'm going to finally get a great quarterback. Yeah. If you're him, that would make so much sense. Yep. Uh, Matt, let's take a break and we'll knock down a handful of tight ends. And there's actually, there's a shocking number of of good tight ends ends that are headed to free agency. We'll talk about them and who could possibly step in for those tight ends. When we come back to fantasy football weekly. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Final segment, Fantasy Football Weekly. Paul Charchi and Matt Harrison with you. We're breaking down, as you already know, unless you, for some reason, are just jumping into the third segment. All the free agents, the key free agents, fantasy free agents that we care about. And we've already done quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. Let's talk tight ends, beginning with Dalton Schultz, who's set for free agency. Uh, what do you think this means for Blake Jarwin, who had signed that big deal two years ago, then mm-hmm. lost that season to ACL. Yep. Then last year had lost the starting job to Dalton Schultz. Well, and, and Jarwin ended up getting injured at the tail end of the season again and, and missed. So there's obviously some concern there that uh, he's just not longevity. Yeah. There, there, yeah. there's that, that health concern for Jarwin. But uh, if, if the Cowboys can't sign Schultz, Jarwin probably regains his role as the top tight end there. And they can't afford to put a, another good tight end under contract. They're already paying Jarwin too much. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know right offhand what Jarwin's outs are, the potential outs on the contract, but it would be, it would be tough for them to sign Schultz mm-hmm. and then not cut Jarwin in some yeah. way. Tyler Conklin in Minnesota was uh, ended up having a pretty good season after Irv Smith was lost, but he's headed to free agency and Irv Smith will be coming back from injury. Yeah, and you'd think that uh, with Kevin O'Connell coming in as the new head coach of the Vikings, Irv Smith's going to be utilized some similarly to what Tyler Higby and mm-hmm. Gerald Everett uh, in the past with the Rams have been been utilized as. And Irv Smith's a playmaker. We've we've seen it before. He's 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 only showed it in little spurts, but um, I think a lot of people will be excited about Irv Smith next year coming into the year. Yeah, he'll, he'll have some sleeper status to him. That I think he's going to be the prototypical second tight end that you take yep, 14th absolutely. round. And if he happens to blow up great. And if he doesn't, you're not in trouble because he's your second tight end mm-hmm. for Irv Smith. David and Joku is going to be out. Yep. And Harrison Bryant will be a, I think will walk into the starting role. Well, Austin Cleveland. Hooper is still there, yep. but there's a potential out on his contract mm-hmm. where Cleveland could walk away from a ton of money yeah. on Hooper. If they which were to get rid of him, they'll do it. They should, uh, which, which, all of a sudden, Harrison Bryant, who's a vault, he's a good, he's a good tight end, very and, athletic, and and he vaults into the top spot and probably the maybe the second receiving option for mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield after Jarvis Landry. I mean, Donovan Peoples Jones is there too, but there's not a lot of uh, great receiving options on that team. So Harrison Bryant could stand to get a huge uptick in targets. He really could. He's one of my favorite sleepers heading into this uh, this next season. Um, let's move over to Rob Gronkowski. 
I believe <laughs> that he will end up leaving the Bucks because Brady's not there, yeah. and there's so so much overhaul in this offense that I don't think he's going to want to walk into that. Uh, he may still play next year, but I don't think it's for Tampa. No, I don't think he plays for Tampa. Um, I I I'd probably lean toward retirement, like like a sixty forty kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I have heard that he does want to play in a couple of different spots, and he even mentioned, I believe, to somebody that he'd like to play with Joe Burrow. Mm. And with CJ Uzoma hitting free agency, there's ah, there's a little hole in go. that yeah. that area. And the you Bengals, don't think Drew Sample is going to be the go to? Probably not. Probably but not. Uh, the the Bengals actually, I believe, have like one of the better top five cap situations going into next year. So they could go get a guy like Gronk and whether or not the, uh, that situation's good for him. That would be really interesting. Uh, We should also mention OJ Howard, also a free agent. Cam Brait may be the last tight end standing for. Oh, love me some Cam Brait. That that dude caught so many touchdowns that one year. They get eight. That's right. In a year. That was great. Um, Eight was great for Brait. Eight great Brait. Yep. Uh, Jared Cook is uh, is headed to free agency. Donald Parham was a guy that I was recommending people pick up. Yeah, you used the other, as premature speculation I a did. few times. Yeah, um, as as a guy to pick up for next year, he suffered that really bad injury at the yeah, end of last very season. Very scary uh, concussion. I think it was concussion or back or ne- back or neck or something. It was completely but, knocked out. Yeah. yeah. So, but I'm presuming that's going to be fine. Parm is a freaking beast. Yeah. He's six foot eight. Yeah. I mean, he's just power forward. He, you know, I, the problem is Parm's a free agent too. I don't think he is. It, no, he is. Are you sure? <laughs> I took it off the off the list at spot track. Are you sure? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I was under the impression he was the last. Now, who's I, the other tight end? I don't even know. It's not Steven Anderson. Pro- probably right. something I bad thought Par- like that. I thought for sure Parham was still I'll on look roster. it up just to make sure. Thank but, you. Uh, yeah, I believe Donald Parham. While you're was- doing that, I will, I will segue for a minute to Arizona where Zach Ertz is going to be leaving. Um, Max Williams looked great for like four weeks and then got hurt. Yeah, so I don't. I'm not positive what his sta- his status is, but the Zacherts rental worked out for the Arizona in the sense that he was very productive, but did not work out because they, in the sense that they didn't even get a playoff win. Parham is an exclusive rights Aha, free agent. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to keep Parham. They probably will. He's only 25 years old. Yes, as, I think as, there's a lot. Well, as long as he's healthy. Yeah, as long as as he's recovered from that injury, I think that they will definitely keep him. Mike Gusecki, uh, frustrating season. You never knew when to start him. Games where he just disappeared. And it's been this way his whole career. Mm -hmm. Games where he just totally disappears. But you you look at him when he does get the ball. The guy's clearly talented. Yeah. But they just never, they never went to him on a regular basis. We don't know what's missing from what do the coaches know? And what does the team know about Mike Gusecki that we don't see on the field? Well, new... Uh, coach in Miami, right. Mike McDaniel, right? Yes. Um, Who knows a little something about getting the ball to a tight end? Exactly, right. You, you what? What the the easy narrative will be is Gasicki's, you know, falling into the George Kittle role. Obviously, Gasicki's a free agent here, and and mm-hmm. some things could change. You might see a few different people there, like maybe Zach Ertz signs that a free agent deal down there or something like that. But uh, Gasicki's definitely an interesting guy wherever he lands because there is enough talent. Yeah. And if you think if you think that the talent is there, he just needs a good opportunity at that point. So. Uh, he's he's a guy I definitely keep my eye on uh, where he lands this year. It'll be a blast tracking all of this. I think the new league year when free agency starts mm-hmm. is 
12th of March. Okay. So right in there. So we've got uh, only only a, a month, less than a month to go. A couple weeks, yeah. yeah. It's less than a month to go before free agency starts. And man, the NFL cycle, there's just, there's no downtime. Yeah, combine, absolutely. Combine in early March, right into free agency, right into the draft. It's, it's always something. Yep. And we'll be here with you uh, every step of the way. Thanks for listening. Fantasy Football Weekly. Bye, everybody. Fantasy Football Weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.